Welcome to FitChicks Chat. Today's episode is brought to you by Keto Breathalyzer. We spend so much time guessing what to eat for best results, when to eat, and are overwhelmed by reading and hearing so much conflicting information. It's exhausting. Here's the thing though. Not everybody's the same, so while eating at certain times might prove to be effective for your BFF, those times might not work for you and vice versa. If you're ready to finally take the guesswork out of it and have your body actually tell you when you're in a state of ketosis, then listen up. Today's episode is sponsored by Keto, the most scientifically proven and designed tool to help you discover when you're in a state of ketosis. This tool is amazing if you follow the keto diet as it will help you understand your own body so much more clearly. Not on the keto train yet? Remember, keto is not just for weight loss. It also helps with inflammation, preventing long-term diseases, and so much more. Please visit www.getketo.com forward slash fitchicks, www.getketo.com forward slash fitchicks, and use promo code fitchicks to save 20% off your very own keto breathalyzer kit today. Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Okay, so you are trying to reach your goals, whether it be weight loss, whether it be maintenance, whether it be muscle building, and you are not it probably boils down to your nutrition program. So my name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And in today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat, we are chatting about one of the two amazing methods that we use within our Fit Chicks Academy programs to help you guys build programs for your clients and get awesome results. Mm-hmm. But we're only talking about one today because we don't want to let both of them out of the bag. We got to keep <laughs> <laughs> too much information. We can't give it all away. <laughs> give it all away. Um, so what we're going to talk about today is actually about macros based coaching programs. Mm-hmm. Now at Fitness Academy, like I said, we teach two different ways of calculating nutrition programs for your clients because there is no one size fits all approach to nutrition. And there is no one size fits all approach to someone's program. We all respond differently. And that's why we teach two different ways. And a lot of people, when they have their clients teach a hybrid or use a hybrid of the two with their clients. And that's why I love these two approaches because they work together so well for every type of person. It literally, you can shift how you are approaching your client. Like it works for everyone. And I love it. I love too that you just mentioned like, you know, we do this because there is no one size fits all or no one program fits all because as you know, I've had that scenario in the past where I've had people try to just give me that cookie cutter, like one track sort of program and it doesn't work. It does not work guys. Like I was frustrated by day five of my program (laughs) and And then and then, and the worst part was, was that the person wasn't even willing to be able to be flexible or look at some different opportunities. But when you understand it from this level and you understand the two different approaches, we're going to talk about the one today, but when you do understand the two, you're able to then work with your clients to make it the most effective possible. Cause your goal is to be able to help your client actually reach their goals. Like that's yeah. the whole purpose of this. And, and also to make long-term change like this is, it's not when you go on a nutrition program, it's not for seven days, you know, it's not for 
eight weeks. Yes, if you're trying to reach a specific goal, it will shift after that, but this is taking you into a new lifestyle. Mm -hmm. And what I always like to talk about too with our students is we have to understand what is really happening right now, like in the world. So we are seeing obesity rising at such an insane rate. Mm -hmm. And I'm not, I don't want you guys to get emotional about the word obesity or the BMI or all that stuff. I just want you to understand that with that increase in these weight, in weight, there's a lot of increase in health related issues. So it's not about vanity. This is like, we're seriously getting into a health crisis that can be changed by focusing on our nutrition, lifestyle, mindset, all the stuff that we teach about in Fitness Academy. Okay. Like it's game, it's life changing. It's life saving what you will learn in these programs. Oh, I like that. But what we also see, so let's look at it here. So we are seeing this increase in what's going on right now in terms of obesity and health related issues. But we're also seeing on the other side, this massive increase in spending on weight management. So like the global weight loss market or weight management, so not just weight loss, people like looking at weight in general, uh, in 2018 was almost $190 billion around the world. And that's expected in the next four years to go up to $275 billion. That's like mind boggling. Mind boggling. So we're getting sicker and fatter, but we're also spending more money trying to find a solution, but nothing is working. So where is the disconnect, right? Where's the disconnect? And this is the disconnect. The disconnect is really like the quick fixes and the like falsified information that people are receiving. Yeah. And the disconnect that I totally think is what you even just said. Well, there's four things I think are the disconnect. Number one, I think that most of the time, if your program is not working for you, it's because you're following a program that has not been created for you. Yeah. It's been created for either the masses or a one size fits all type approach. The average fitness and nutrition program in North America is created for the average quote unquote average American woman who is five foot four and 154 pounds. Yeah. Now I don't know about you guys, but I am not five foot four and I'm not 154 pounds. I am five foot four. <laughs> <laughs> but like if I'm, I'm average, Oh <laughs> no, but the thing I'm just is, kidding. <laughs> but it's like, okay, it's for that one specific woman. Yeah. So if I'm following that program, and, and how old is that woman? I don't even know what the age is. I believe it's like 30. So yeah. I'm 40 years old. I'm five foot 10. I weigh 159 pounds. All of these things that for me, my program, I'm already active. It's going to be totally different from someone who is, let's say five foot four, 250 pounds and doesn't work out at all. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like there is this, but we are giving these cookie cutter programs and people are understand, not understanding why they're not getting results because it's not created for you. That's yeah. the first thing you have to think. If this program's not working, is this my program or am I doing somebody else's program? Yeah. And when we're saying for you, we're talking about your age, your height, your lean body mass, your activity level, these things have to be taken into account. And if you're just downloading a sample meal plan that's 1,200 calories, I guarantee you will not be able to stick to that for very long. No, you'll be able to do it for like five days maybe. And yeah. I just want to add to that. I think, you know, the other thing is that really causes a big issue with this is that not only is it not created for you, but because it's something that is usually like short lived, like it's usually like, here's a seven day meal plan or something like that. It's not creating real habits with you. It's literally just something that you're follow. It's like a follow along. And yep. then at the end of it, you just go back to your old ways. Well, and that is why I have it on my list. So that's my number. Oh, four. sorry. No, that's my number four is like, so first of all, it's not, <laughs> it's not created for you. 
Secondly, you are, well, we'll talk about the habits in just a moment, but secondly, like you are given a program that's also impossible to follow with your lifestyle and your tastes. So yes. for example, let's use your meal plan, right? So the one that yes. you had was having you eating six times a day, which number one is too much for 90% of people. We shouldn't be eating that many times a day. Um, but also that does not work with your lifestyle to eat six times a day and to be meal prepping six times a day. No. Right? And it was also, it was eating meat six times a day. Exactly. Too. I don't, I don't really eat a lot of meat as you know, like I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. And, and you're not someone who's a vegetarian like or a vegan. Yeah. You're just someone who doesn't like the taste of meat. Exactly. Exactly. I really don't like it. And so for me to do that, it was impossible. Like I literally felt like I was going to vomit every single time I had to eat it. Yeah. I was like, it's so much. Like it was so over, like it was overdone by day five. I was like, I can't, I cannot put another piece of chicken in my mouth. Like I will literally vomit. And, and when I asked (laughs) another option, there was no other option given. It was no, you have to follow exactly this. And I was like, but this is where too, I like how you said the five, you said the five days, because usually after five to seven days, yeah. that's where the willpower muscle gives out. That's where like, you can do anything for five to seven days out of sheer gusto and like, I'm going to do this. Blah, yeah. Blah. But then your body starts working against you, right? Because either you don't have enough calories for your body. Yeah. You're, you're eating things that aren't feeling good. Your mind is getting, the cravings are starting. And next thing you know, willpower does not have anything on you. Like your body will outfight willpower after five to seven days, every time of the week. And what happens is you start feeling horrible about yourself. Like you're a big failure and it's not you. It's because you've been giving a program that's not created for you. And it's impossible to follow with your life and your tastes. I remember us, you and I having the conversation when I was doing that. And I was like, like fitness programming, no problem. Like I can bang that out. No big deal. But meal planning, I was like, I really just like, I want to like, I want to do this, you know? And it was just so not conducive to anything I needed. And I truly thought I was going into it, make, being that it was going to be a personalized plan. And it was the complete opposite. It was, yeah, it was a bro it diet. Was, yeah. It was literally nothing like what I would actually eat or need. And even when I suggested some foods that I do eat and how we can implement them, it was shut down. And I was like, I felt like a failure. Cause I was like, Oh man, like I should just suck it up and do it. And I know I can, but I was like, I really just like, I just can't, like, I can't do this for the rest of my life. And that's how I think of things. I looked at it and I was like, this, this will never be my the rest of my life. So there's no point in doing it now because it's literally just going to put me onto a yo-yo and like a head spin. About it. Which is, which is like the most, the worst thing you can do when going on a, a program is doing something that's so strict and not what you would normally do because exactly. it's, like, it's like anything in life guys, like life should be enjoyable. Food should be enjoyable. Even if you are on a weight loss p- plan, that doesn't mean it's a negative thing and it has to be mm-hmm. disgusting and small portions and all of these things. It can be delicious and fulfilling and full of so much deliciousness that you yeah. love that you can implement to your life that you already eat or things maybe you've never tried yet because it's personalized for you, right? So we have to, we have to understand like, number one, take, we have to always take personal ownership first. But number two, if something's not working, don't get dramatic about it. Don't get all emotional about it. And I know that's hard. I used to be this person, but once I learned the skill, it's been game changing. (laughs) If you take out the emotion, the drama, and you just look at the data and just go, wait a second, is this plan not working? Cause I don't like these foods. 
because I'm eating, I'm starving all the time, which probably means you're not eating enough, you know, because of this, like just try to get out of the, I'm a failure script or I don't have the willpower and just take it to looking at the plan and saying, hold on a second. This can be solved. There is a solution. It's probably, I just need to find a different approach. So that's where, so number one, you're doing a program that's not for you. You're, it's impossible to follow because it doesn't fit your lifestyle. So you're not going to stick to it. You're eating the wrong balance of macronutrients for your body. And that's why we're talking about this. The first method that we use in Fitchix Academy, which is a macro space approach that we teach you guys how to coach in, um, because we all respond differently to a different balance. So if you're someone, for example, let's say who's following a keto diet, your balance of macros is really high fat, and that might work for your body, but that won't work for my body. So for my body, I might need higher carbohydrates. You know what I mean? So it's figuring out the balance of macronutrients that works for your body. And the only way to do that is to calculate your macronutrients and then start Mm -hmm. to tweak and see what works. And the last thing is what Amanda said earlier, like you're, you're implementing the wrong habits. You're not implementing the proper nutrition habits while you're doing your nutrition program that are actually setting you up for success for right now and for the long term. Exactly. Yeah. It's just, it's just like the quick fixes, the quick fixes never work guys. Like they never work. They'll just put you into that tailspin of going five steps forward, 20 steps backwards. You have to actually change the habits. And that's why simple meal plans and quick fixes and diet teas and all that garbage doesn't work. No, that's why macros. And that's why I said, even with my program, I stopped it. I stopped it because I knew that I was putting myself into a position that I was like, Mm, this is not something I'm going to maintain forever. I can't eat this way forever because I seriously feel like I'm going to vomit. <laughs> like, so I may as well just figure out a different approach, something that can actually fit into my day-to-day life forever, which I understand how to do, but I just, oh, I wanted help, but then it turned out the help wasn't right for me. But this is it. A lot of people know what they quote unquote should or should not be doing, but it's like they're not implementing it. And why? Why is there that disconnect? And again, it's because they are doing somebody else's program. They don't know the proper way to actually do it for the long haul. They don't know how to make it delicious. And I was going to say that, that I think is the biggest one is that people don't understand how to make good food. Like they think it has to just be like, whenever someone thinks of like eating for weight loss or eating for health, they all think it's like, grilled chicken and rabbit food. Yeah. (laughs) Grilled chicken and broccoli is like always the two foods that people say like, Oh, I guess I'm going to be living on salads and grilled chicken and broccoli. Right. But, and like, but you can make delicious salads and you can also make delicious. Like I love making delicious, like curry dishes with my chicken and vegetables. But I, instead of using, um, like high calorie stuff, I end up just using like curry powder and water, which sounds super boring, but it actually tastes really delicious. <laughs> and you also can eat pizza and you can eat, drink wine yeah. and you can have chocolate and you can do all of these things while, while reaching your goals. And that's why one of the ways macros. that we teach, which we're going to talk about right now is this macro space coaching approach. So, and like I said earlier, we teach two different approaches and there's things that once we do the second part to this in another podcast, you will see what the two are and you'll see how they work together. So I'm teasering you to watch, to listen to an upcoming podcast. (laughs) But basically what a macro space coaching approach is, it's a style of flexible eating. Okay. Mm -hmm. Or flexible dieting. Now I want you guys to take the emotion away from the word dieting. People get really reactive to that. And I know I used to, But when we start to take the power back from words and not like give the word calories or diet or fat, like when we start, when we take away the feeling that we get with that, 
it's just a, a diet. It's just a style of eating. That's it. Yeah. Style of eating. So some people follow a vegan diet. They don't eat plant. They only eat plant-based. Some people follow, you know, a meat diet or an omnivore diet. They eat meat. So like, it's just a style of eating. So macro-based programs, it's a, it's a style of flexible dieting that is going to help you lose weight, but it's also going to help you do that without being overly restricted. So what you do is you calculate your specific macro or your, your, sorry, your specific calories for your body and figure out your macros. And then as long as you eat foods that fit, that hit those macros and are within those calories, it doesn't matter what you eat. Now, that being said, it's very hard to fill your macros and balance them out on junk food. And we always want to be focusing on the majority of real whole foods, but it gives you that flexibility once you've calculated your personal macros that you're like, you know what? I do want to have that piece of pizza or that piece of cheesecake and you can fit it into your macros without getting away from your goals or going into that all or nothing mentality. And that's one of the things I love about it. There's this person on Instagram that I follow because I think it's hilarious. And there it's like, um, flexible eating diet and it's like all macro based eating and like literally every image is of this guy (laughs) eating like he puts like like I don't know, cocoa pebbles, cereal on top of like pop tarts on top of this. Because <laughs> clearly he has a lot of carbs to add to his, um, <laughs> his macros. But yeah, it's just so funny because it's like, you know, but then he doesn't show the rest of the food that he's eating, but he just shows like the crazy outlandish stuff that he eats to fit it, to fit in his macros, to reach his macros every day. But it's just like, it is possible, right? Like, I mean, this guy's super ripped. <laughs> well, and this is where like, you know, and on Instagram, they love to like show macros as being like <clears throat> all about pop tarts and donuts for some reason. Of course, I know, and I'm not saying that that's how you're supposed. No, to No, but you can. Yeah. But yeah. you can have those things, and that's what they're trying to represent. But then, of course, everything that we do, we take it too far. That we think, oh, I could follow this guy <laughs> and, the just, yeah. and just eat donuts and all this stuff. <clears throat> but the idea is that you could start to implement those things in without feeling this like good or bad or foods are clean or dirty, on limits, off limits. And you still have control. Also, as a coach, the reason why I love for you, for our students to know how to calculate this is because even if someone's not tracking macros, it gives you an idea of where that person should be at or the balance of what they should be eating. So when you do look at what they're eating or they're not reaching their goals, you can tell pretty quickly why. They're probably eating too much or they're eating too many carbohydrates, not enough protein or not enough fats, or you know what I mean? The the imbalance of those, those macros. So like, this is where it's great data and you can create personalized plans. So how do we calculate macros? Now I'm going to go through the steps really quickly. There are, I'm not going to give you the calculations of the numbers. And also when you take our Fitness Academy program. So for example, we have our holistic nutrition weight loss expert program coming up. We provide you with our Fitness Academy calculator. So all you have to do is get the information from your client, plug it in, and it gives you exactly what you need to do in 30 seconds. However, we do teach you guys to how to actually come up with those numbers because it's important to understand the how. <clears throat> Sorry guys, I'm losing my voice. But um, <clears throat> Just give me one second. I have to clear my throat. (laughs) As I'm like choking to death. Um, But yeah, we give you guys all of the stuff to do with the how. 
and understanding that, but you don't need to, don't worry about not being a math person. I'm not a math person. Hence why we've created the calculator. (laughs) (laughs) I like doing things. I other people doing things for me in that area. Now, the first step, there's lots of different ways to calculate macros. Okay. You're going to see different methods out there. Um, the one that we use tends to be more accurate because we utilize lean body mass. So step number one, you're going to calculate your client's lean body mass or your lean body mass. Now lean body mass is essentially your fat free mass. So we have fat, our bodies may have a fat mass and fat free mass. We want to know how much of each of those we have because that will change how many calories that our body will need. So someone who has more fat mass will need less calories. People who have less fat mass will need probably more calories. Mm -hmm. Secondly, we calculate what's called your basal metabolic rate. So this is how much, it's a fancy word for essentially how much your body, how much energy your body needs. So how many calories calories are just energy, how much energy your body needs when you're doing absolutely nothing. So like when you're laying there, do nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Your heart is beating, you're breathing, your eyelashes are growing. Like you don't even know that's happening. (laughs) All that stuff requires energy. All that stuff requires your body to burn calories to do those, those processes. So this is like your baseline. It's like your, your base metabolism. And we all have a different amount, right? So you could see now if I'm someone who's 5'10 and you're someone who's 5'4", we have totally different basal metabolic rates just even by how the, the size of our bodies, right? So this is based on age, your sex, your height, your lean body mass. So that's why we need to know our lean body mass. Then set, then what we do is we adjust that for activity. So I know how much I burn when I'm doing absolutely nothing. We know how much Amanda burns when she does absolutely nothing. Now let's say I work out three days a week and Amanda works out five days a week. That is going to, make our, our calorie needs different, right? Cause she's more active than I am. So what's going to happen is we have to put that into consideration. So we add in what's called the activity factor and we figure out what the calories are for your client based on their current activity level. And that gives you what's called your total daily energy expenditure. I know this sounds really fancy. It's not, it just means based on my current body, my age, my weight, my lean body mass, my height, and how much I move every day, how many calories would I need to eat to maintain my current weight? So that would mean once we do these calculations, I'll figure out that maybe I need 1800 calories to maintain my current weight. And Amanda might need 1600 calories to maintain her current weight. So if you, that will give us the number, okay, if we're eating more than that, we're probably going to be gaining weight. If we're eating less than that, we are going to end up losing weight. So then we adjust it based on our goals. So if we want to gain weight or lose weight, then we add in a number that's going to give us that, um, the little bit of difference in the calories. And then we determine from that number, how many macros we need. So how many proteins, how many carbs, how many fats to reach our weight loss goals or our muscle building goals. And that's how you calculate macros. Easy peasy. (laughs) And I know it sounds like, oh, there's so many steps, but really once you do it, it's super cool. And like I said, you guys get this super cool calculator as a Fitchix Academy student. So all you need to do is find out your client's age. There are a few measurements from them and their height. Um, and then you add that into the calculator and it literally will plug in the rest. You plug in the goal that they need. So if you want to lose weight or gain weight, it will adjust the calories for that. And it will give you some different versions of macros breakdown. So how much protein, how many carbs, how many fat? So let's say Amanda has 200 grams of carbs 
she has 50 grams of fat, and she has 120 grams of protein a day. So what she would do then is as a coach, you would plug this into her tracking app, like my fitness pal. And every day she would eat foods that would try to hit those numbers. And she would still be in line with her weight loss goals because you calculated them for her based on her specific body needs. And that's why it works guys, because it's specific. Now, that being said, we do have to talk about some pros and some cons. (laughs) Definitely. I mean, there's definitely a lot of pros to doing a macro approach. I mean, I think the biggest thing in my mind is that it just, it's calculated to you specifically. Like, you know how important that is to me and that it's personalized. It's not cookie cutter. And it allows for you to really see your clients and yourself. If you're doing it for yourself, it allows for you to see it for what it really is. And not just like some generalized, like, you know, you're just throwing spaghetti at the wall to see if it works kind of thing. Yeah. Because I think one of the biggest things too, when you are a, a, fitness coach or nutrition coach or health coach, and you're giving, somebody comes to you with the goal of weight loss, which is the number one thing people come to fitness, nutrition, and health coaches for guys. So that's why you need a specialty in this area. That's why we have the holistic nutrition weight loss expert certification. You become a holistic nutrition and health coach with a specialty in weight loss. So you can coach above everybody else. You can help clients reach those goals in so many different ways. Um, but the problem is, is once you are one of these coaches, if you don't know these calculations or know how to do this and you're telling your client to eat real whole foods, right. And you're like, okay, eat quinoa and eat avocado. And they're coming back to you and they're gaining weight. And they're like, but I'm following what you're telling me. Why am I gaining weight? Well, probably because they're eating too much of those foods, right? We, we know avocados are healthy, but a whole avocado has about 500 calories. Mm-hmm you know, how many, how easy is it for someone to just throw a ton of avocado into their salad? Or are they eating half a cup of quinoa or three cups of quinoa? So this is where like, we have to have that understanding of how much your body needs based on your current activity level and your goals. And for you to be able to really help your clients and also of course, to understand portion control, it's huge. Definitely. I think the other pro too is that it gives a really good starting point. It gives you a measurable so you know exactly where you're starting out so that you're not just like guessing. <laughs> yeah. And I always love the statement, we, we can't change what we don't measure. It's yeah. the same thing in business. It's the same thing in life. If, it's the same thing like, you know, for example, even if you're wanting to build strength, if you don't know how many push-ups that you could do in a minute, how do you know you're getting stronger? right? How do you know when you start to do 20 pushups that you've really progressed? Exactly. It's great to give you that starting point. And also it, it gives you data and data is really important when it comes to making changes. So you might calculate, it's not, see guys, macros is not an exact science. It's not down to like, I need 1,882 calories and Amanda needs 1,525. And if she does anything different, it's not like that, but it will give you somewhere to start. And then you could see, well, maybe actually because this person has dieted a lot, we might need to reduce those calories a little bit more, or they're losing so much weight on these calories, we can add in a little bit more. So it gives you that kind of starting point that you can then play with or change the, the variation of the macros. And we teach you guys how to do all this stuff. Um, but it's just, it's something that, again, it gives you that data, which is so, so useful. Definitely. I think, you know, if I had to think of other pros too, is that it is something that's maintainable for the long haul. It's not something that is just that start and stop, right? It's something that you can actually, because there's nothing that's forbidden, like you can have that flexible eating. It's something that you can then 
you know, you can actually live that way. Not like the plan I was on where I was like five days in. I'm like, this can never be my life. I can never, I can't feel like I'm going to vomit every day and spend four hours meal prepping um, twice a week. I can't do it. <laughs> like, yeah, just absolutely no way that that was my life. There's no way I could do that long haul. I could do it very short term. And to be honest, if I was like, oh, I could, I could have probably maintained it for like four weeks and then I would have like completely snapped. I just stopped it for five days though, because I was like, I know after doing this for so long and being in this industry for so long and also understanding my body so well, I was like, I already know what's going to happen regardless if I do it for four weeks or if I do it for five days. Like I already know that this is not going, this is not for me. Right. Well, and that's why with, with macros too, it gives the power back to the client. So of course you're going to be educating, but it gives the power to be like, you know what? Okay. I know that this is my macros and I've decided that tonight I'm going out for dinner and I want to have a piece of cheesecake. I'm just going to plug that in. And during the day, I just going to shift and not eat so much in this area. But you have that kind of control that you, and you can bring it anywhere. And that's why it is maintainable for the long haul. Definitely. I think too, it also really helps with portion control because like you said, like there is so many times that like you are like, Oh, but I'm eating all the right foods, right? Like I'm eating all the healthy foods. Why am I gaining weight? But it's like, cool. But maybe you're eating a whole avocado on, you know, rye toast or something like that with like, I don't know, bacon because you think that it's healthy because it's a meat, like it's your protein or whatever. But like all of those things have such high calorie content that you might be eating all of your calories or you might just be eating too much of it and be doing that in one meal and not even know it because you haven't been paying attention to portions. You've just been paying attention to healthy foods. Exactly. And that's why it leads me to my last one I like about it is that it really does as a, as a health coach too, to utilize with your clients, mm-hmm. it really works with all diet styles. So it doesn't matter if you are a vegan and it doesn't matter if you are keto and it doesn't matter if you are paleo. It doesn't matter if you're gluten-free or gaps or FODMAPs or any of the styles of eating. You can still calculate macros and track macros. And the number one thing when your clients want to come to you for weight loss is you have to be in a caloric deficit. There are no magic foods. There are no magic pills. You're, you have to be eating less than your body needs. And that's why it's so important to know your macros because if you know that basal metabolic rate and you know that activity calories, you really can't go over it if you know it, right? So it doesn't matter what style of eating you're doing, you have to be in a caloric deficit. So you can still, you still have to calculate your macros even if you're doing keto. I you can't too- just eat all the fat you want and expect to lose weight. I think too, just to add to that point too, like it also gives you the flexibility of shifting it. So if like one week, you know that like you're going on vacation and you're not going to be active, you can just shift it really easily based on like your activity rate. Yeah. And also like weight is, a, it, it's a accumulation of consistency, right? Of course. Like, it's not like a black or white. I understand that, but I just mean like it gives you a little bit more flexibility to kind of like make adjustments on the fly pretty quickly. And also, but also what I mean, like it's accumulation. So even if you are going on vacation, you can look at your macros too for the month. You don't have to look for it by day. You yeah. can look at it by week. So let's say one day you totally overeat. Well, then you can make up for it the other five days of the week, but you now have that data that you know how to do that as opposed to like, that feeling of, Oh my gosh, I went on vacation for a week. I've screwed up my whole plan or my whole month. No, you just make up for it the rest of the month because it, it, it's consistency. It balances out. Your body doesn't know 24 hours. I went off the rails. It doesn't know that it like flows into the next day and the next day. Right. 
Yeah. There's no like at midnight, your body switches gears again. <laughs> That's why I always, I'm like, why are people like, Oh, can't eat carbs after seven. They turn to fat. I'm like, is there like a magic Cinderella pumpkin of, <laughs> of carbs so that really turn into to fat? It's um, so true though. <laughs> but some of, so let's talk about some of the cons and then we're going to wrap this up. Um, so some of the cons though, that comes to macro tracking, of course, is that it can lead to obsession. And I want to be really honest about this with you guys is that if you are a client, if you are someone, or you have a client who has any disordered eating patterns, so has ever been obsessed with numbers on the scale, like the number when they weigh themselves, it makes them feel absolutely horrible or they, um, they've tracked before and it's been negative or they've had an eating disorder or anything like that. I do not recommend a macro space approach at all. No, I completely agree with you. Because once you're somebody, the goal of any type of eating, right, is to get to a place of intuitive eating. Even if you're on a weight loss journey and you need to shift habits to get to that place, we always want to teach our clients how to really do this for the long haul and understand how to trust their own decision making and their body and be able to be empowered to do that. So if you're someone who is obsessed with numbers, so for example, myself, I have done macros tracking in the past. I also have, um, I've had an eating, just I had an eating disorder for 15 years. So for me, it's not something that is good for me. So I know my macros. Don't get me wrong. I have calculated them. So I have an understanding, but I eyeball it. I use portion control and things like that because I've developed those habits over time. I know how to do it. Yeah. So I still calculate it. And I always recommend every coach knows how to calculate macros because it's going to be so important when you do our second approach, it still comes into play in the second approach, but you're not tracking the numbers. So that's where it's something that um, you have to be aware of. If you do have that obsessive behavior at all, please this is something that you as a coach can calculate for your client, but they're not going to do it. They're not going to track numbers on an app or things like that. Yeah. And I'm so glad that you said that because I do think that that is such an important point and it's something that people just need to understand how this can become like a very slippery slope really quickly. If you are someone who like, I know I have some clients and people I know who they are so detached from the number because mm-hmm. they've, they don't put any emotion on it. Right. It's just a number guys. It's a circumstance. It's a fact. The number is just a fact. Yeah. We, we give things power. So when we see a number, let's say you get on the scale and you're 300 pounds and you feel, Oh my gosh, I'm, I suck. And I'm, you know, I'm fat and I'm like disgusting and all these thoughts that might go in your head that is something that you, you created, right? The thought pattern, but vice versa, you could get on the scale and see 300 pounds and be like, okay, that's data. That's where I'm at right now. I love myself. I'm amazing. I'm going to go on a healthy journey, but I still love myself right now. And that's a different thought, but it takes a while to get to the different thought, right? So if you're someone who gets on and you're playing that script, don't even worry about the numbers yet. Just, you know, start focusing on the habits and then the numbers can come in if they come in ever. Totally. Um, The other thing with macros too, it does require time and diligence because you do have to weigh and you have to measure. Now, this is something that I always like to say, because some people hear that they're like, oh my gosh, do I have to measure and do every single meal and track and enter things all the time? No. If you know how to set up a macros plan properly, which we teach you in our programs, Mm -hmm. it's literally like you're barely even tracking as it is because you set yourself up properly. I'm not going to get into that today, but if you do end up taking our programs, you'll learn it very quickly. (laughs) Um, And then of course, too, some people can eat too much junk food. And 
even though it's very hard to fill your macros with junk, like with non-nutritionally dense food, there's a lot of those sugar-free foods and sugar-free sweeteners and drinks and, you know, calorie-free salad dressings and all that stuff because they don't track on the app. People tend to load up on them and they have a lot of chemicals and a lot of gut disturbing um, stuff and things that are going to throw you off, off whack. So that's where making sure, of course, we're still focusing on the real whole foods. Definitely. Okay, guys. So that is our podcast today, all about approach number one that we teach you guys in both our Holistic Nutrition Weight Loss Expert Program and our Fitchix Academy Fitness and Nutrition Expert Program. This is one of the only things we teach in both programs because it's something that you need to know as a, as a health coach to get your clients results, whether you're going to use it or not. It's super, super important. So if you are interested about learning more about this stuff, and of course, getting certified as a holistic nutrition and health coach or a fitness and nutrition expert, check us out at fitchexacademy.com. We have certifications that are coming up um, and you can join the hundreds of women from around the world who are rocking it in the health space. Okay, chicks, have an amazing day and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.